0: The other day, I asked Alex if we like won the lottery and got what was, it was like the uh, Powerball, something like last week was like a billion dollars or something. And if we won a billion dollars, I was like, do you think we would have like five cats because we would never have to do any cat maintenance ever again? And I think maybe in that case, yes. Uh, Really depends on the personality of the cats. Like, I have two that I already feel like need more attention than I care to give. So I'm not sure how one would maintain. Because you're essentially saying, like, the perks are you get to play with them, but you don't have to do anything. Yeah. And at least, like, one of them would probably snuggle me. But what if you don't want to play with five cats? That's fair. It's a real rule that I- See, here's the thing. You're bargaining on four out of five cats being aloof. You make a good point. Yeah, okay. But what if all five cats are incredibly friendly? Like, on the one hand, jackpot. But on the other hand, no. (laughs) Who has the time? All my staff, because I'll have a billion dollars. But at that point, are they still your cats? You know, I have wondered about celebrity pets in this situation. Because I know, like, you know, really rich celebrities have, like, house managers and shit. Like, what? Who does this pet have? most love for i don't know but like pets are you know a leisure item if you will so like i feel like they don't necessarily you're right that a lot of these tasks are pawned off on other people but if you wanted to like feed your own dog i'm sure you could i guess i would do that if that would endear me to the cat the most because i want them to love me the most You probably are right in that like, for instance, when children get animals, it's almost always the parent that the animal is more attached to because that is the person who does everything for it. I mean, not if you believe in plucky animal films. Sure, but I feel like those take place like on farms or these children have no extracurriculars or they're surprisingly responsible kids. Well, speaking of wealth. Oh, this is my segue today. Welcome to RomComathon. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. And this month we're talking about Marry Me, a film... I had brought up watching back in the spring or no, like back in like February when it came out and you were like, nah for this. Yeah, I think I had seen a commercial and I thought it looked terrible and I was right. But then we didn't have an idea for August and as you all heard at the end of the July episode, basically I discovered or really while editing the July episode, I discovered that Bennifer had gotten married and... Then I was like, I guess this seems kind of topical. And actually, I had not realized that her wedding dress is the dress from this movie. So it's actually more topical than I thought. Was it really? Uh-huh. Oh, Amazon Prime didn't show me that factoid, but I did catch a few others. No, no, no It's like I read a couple of our... Because here's what happened, right? At the end of the previous recording, you said something like, congratulations on their nuptials or whatever. And I was like... I think I didn't hear it until I went back when I was editing and I was like, wait, what? So then I Googled and they were like, she wore a dress from a movie, blah, blah, blah. And I assumed it was like an older movie, but they said the brand, like I think they said the designer. And so when I saw it on the movie, I was like, oh, it's this, like, why did she choose to get married in it? I guess she just liked it. I guess. Um, I, so you thought it was terrible. I thought it was Okay. I didn't think it was the worst thing, but it certainly wasn't great. It wasn't the worst thing. I think, like, ranking J-Lo rom-coms, this was on the higher end for me. Yes, honestly, there was a part where he was being like, she's so cute, like, this is terrible. And I was like, that is the thing, right? Like, she is probably one of the most beautiful people ever, but... She's such a bad actress. And I had a moment, maybe not always, actually, but in her rom-coms, she's usually bad. And I was trying to think if any of her rom-coms are good. I didn't mind her appearance and what to expect, but she also isn't, like, a lead in that, you know? Yes, I don't know if those count, but I'll take it under consideration because I I didn't do a comprehensive search. I should have checked, but the ones that came to mind, I was like, I kind of enjoy parts of like The Wedding Planner or Monster-in-Law, but like no one would say that they're good movies. I kind of at one point during this movie was like, mm, this is like more charming than I expected. Well, here's here's the thing. If everyone keeps their sentences short, Things are fine. As soon as she gets into like a an impassioned speech of some kind, it's awful. Should I summarize the movie so we yes, can please. get into the details? All right. So I want to preface this actually by saying that the concept of this film is incredibly far-fetched, even for a romantic comedy. Y- yes. At one point, Matt was like, she is dangerously unstable. Yeah. So J-Lo is playing essentially more or less like a version of herself. I'm comfortable calling her fake J-Lo. Fake J-Lo, yeah. She is a bajillionaire superstar singer who is with this kind of fuckboy musician who is about to be her third husband, this guy, Bastion. He's also a star, to be clear. He's played by Maluma. And together, I don't know who that is, but together- (laughs) Also a star. They wrote a (laughs) duet called Marry Me, and their whole plan is that they're going to perform the song. She's going to do a concert in front of 5,000 fans. They are going to um, pledge their love and commitment to each other for eternity. You know, just them and all their loved ones and um, screaming rabid people. I thought it was 20,000. Oh, was it 20,000? I thought they said 5,000 at the beginning of the film. I have no idea. This is all like third hand information because I just remember Matt being like, they said this number in the venue looks small. But here's a question for you. How much would this ticket cost? I know. I know. I did. I did consider it. But let's get back to that. So that is their plan. So then we have Owen Wilson, who plays this divorced uh, math teacher. He really loves math, much like Jimmy Fallon and Fever Pitch. Owen Wilson is like weirdly weird about math. Like a whole personality. And he uh has no life, has no social media. Just gonna say his math love is the least weird part. Yeah, just cares about his like senior dog and his like twelve-year-old kid. That's it. Those are all his interests. Um, and Sarah Silverman, his friend slash coworker, is basically like, I have two tickets to this concert with fake JLo. lo Do you and your kid want to come tonight? I would really like you to come because I was going to take my ex-girlfriend, her new girlfriend. By the way, I would like to say that Sarah Silverman playing a lesbian was like so in type. Good outfits too. Yeah, so they all attend this concert right before JLo's like gonna go on stage to uh, marry Bastion. She finds out from page six that he cheated on her with her assistant. So she gets on stage and is basically has like a breakdown in front of all these people. Like, it, like someone needed to help this woman, and she's like actually, I'm just gonna, like, marry a stranger. And Owen Wilson happens to be holding a sign that says, marry me, that Sarah Silverman, like, or his daughter, like, hands him. And so she's like, oh, okay, you. And inexplicably, he's like, I guess. And they get on stage and get married. And then they, like, part ways. Except, of course, like, a bajillion people, like, film this or whatever. The next day, Fake JLo's los team obviously approaches Owen Wilson to be like, we, or like approach J-Lo to be like, we could make this not happen. Like it wasn't legal. You didn't sign any paperwork. And again, inexplicably, she's like, <laughs> well, my past relationships <laughs> with men haven't worked. So I know what the solution is. The solution is try things out with a stranger in like a sham marriage. Also, I want Jimmy Fallon to stop making fun of me on his show. Look, it's called for, Madam. <laughs> so anyway Owen Wilson goes along with this they decide they're gonna be together for like three to six months so like the media will basically like kind of blow over and they won't make fun of her for getting married so many times blah, blah, blah. but of course they actually develop feelings for each other they get to know each other more and then they actually end up having a real relationship shenanigans ensue um, and then uh, JLo gets nominated for a Grammy for her song which, for Marry Me which is a big deal to her because she's never been nominated before and she's like okay I gotta go off and like rehearse with Bastion and Owen Wilson who is a math dork is understandably shaken by this and thinks she's gonna like leave him so he preemptively breaks up with her because he like cares about her too much and then she kind of does kind of get back together with Bastion but then she writes a new hit song which is about uh, Owen Wilson and realizes that she's actually in love with him and she like rushes off to Chicago no Peoria through Chicago to get back together with Owen Wilson at his like math league tournament situation and that's the end of the film I have some thoughts on her but fewer thoughts on him so maybe we could start there okay sure I'd like to first say that I don't know that I find him to be that obsessed with math I feel like he's like a normal math teacher amount interested in math he just talks about it a lot because he's teaching math Yeah, he does talk about it a lot. It's, like, most of his, like, thing. I feel like most of his thing is being Amish. That is true. That's also true. I feel like the math thing, like, I don't feel like he's, like, Jimmy Fallon who's, like, waxing poetic in the park about math in Fever Pitch. I feel like he's just, like, you gotta, like, wait for the answer to come to you, basically. I gotta say that his whole thing, yeah, his whole thing being like, you gotta sit in the answer and it will come to you. I was like, you know, sometimes kids really sit in it and it's the wrong answer. They're so sure it's the wrong answer, though. Yes, I was like, I feel like this advice maybe only applies because these seem to be like all math leads that he's talking to. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, just some of your kids are gonna be so positive that it's that it's not, yeah. Well, different issue. I think it assumes that you know... Or that you have the reasoning skills, which maybe is the case if Owen Wilson is, like, a good math teacher. I did like all the math puns. Of course you did. Pythons. I liked the integrates, uh, whoever their rivals were. I don't know. I saw them on, like, the names on t-shirts at the competition at the end. It was like, I like all of these. But let's talk about the fact that first, this guy is, like, surprised that this has been broadcast on television in the year, let's assume, at least, like, 2020, right? Well, it came out in 2022, so I think we can assume it was 2022. Sure. And then at one point, he says he doesn't check his email because he just, like, knows where he's gonna be all the time, which I kind of buy, except, like, I feel like schools use email. Yeah, no, he definitely should be checking his email more, one would think. (laughs) And like he's teaching middle schoolers so maybe they're not emailing a lot but like I would think that his email is available. Yeah, do kids email their teachers now? I would assume like, I mean in high school, yes but I don't know about middle school but probably, right? Like, but what it about would like be a parent? Yeah. A supervisor? <laughs> I would assume that teachers even in middle school are reachable via email in case like a kid has a homework question or like something. Like isn't that just like an easy way to get in touch with your teacher? Who knows? And then there was a thing where I'm not 100% sure this is what happened but in a press conference with jlo i was like did they just pretend he didn't know what online meant oh i didn't catch that because she they were being like oh people meet different ways and jlo says like online and he's like yeah online at 7 11 i was like is this a joke oh i think i was like turned away from the screen for a moment so i like didn't really catch like the context But like, I'm still not sure if he was kidding or if the movie was kidding or if he was just listing things. I think it was meant to be a joke, but that's appalling. This man's what, like 40? Yeah. And he's like, oh, like social media is so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, it's like one of their things because at one point he's like, I want you to spend a day where you like try to do everything yourself, like without staff or help. And she's like, okay, well, if I can like, but you have to then like get on social media, because I think it could be a great tool for you. And I was like, let's not like extol the virtues of social media either. I mean, there is a middle ground. Unless like, he wants his math lessons to go viral. Like, what does he need it for? To look at his ex with her more fun new husband? I mean, I guess once he became her husband, he does have a wider platform if he wants to push for, like, better math education. I Math guess. literacy, you know? But here's the thing. There's a difference between I don't like social media, which is a normal stance that, that people have, and I am basically unfamiliar with television and email. It is weird. Like, you think he would have had to confiscate so many phones for, like, kids watching TikTok or something? I think they said school is a phone-free zone. Oh, okay, okay. I remember because, like, they had a school dance and it said phone-free zone. And I was like, is this because of fake J-Lo? But then they said something about... School school. So I was like, maybe this is just a school rule, which could make sense given this day and age. I don't know why they didn't just go the easy route when we were in high school, which is just the entire school was just a fucking <laughs> dead zone. Cause it was like a concrete block. Yeah, no one did it on purpose. It just worked out that way. Yes. There is one thing though I would like to dispute, which is that both you and the movie presented Owen Wilson as if he was no fun and had no interests, but this man has a swing in his house. Oh, I miss that. Does he really? Maybe it's just his daughters. He has lovely decor, including like like a charming like little like board swing in his house. Because J Lo invites herself over, which we'll get to her in a minute. And he and she's like swinging on it. And I'm like, this dude isn't fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. So what you're saying is that if you met this guy at a bar and he was like so boring. I mean, you know, about something else, not math, because you would find a guy who was into math, like fascinating. And then you went home with him and you saw a swing in his living room. Like previously you thought he was so dull and once you saw the swing, you're like, oh, he's actually so interesting. Well, I would just be like, I wanna know more. Okay, I see, I see you. I would just feel like I hadn't drawn a full conclusion about who this person is. The swing raises questions. Wow, the swing has a lot of meaning for you. I'm just saying, he's clearly got a whimsical side. I, yeah, well, I don't think he's not whimsical, but he didn't demonstrate, like, so much... Whimsy, I guess I'll say. It might be right that he has like limited interests, although he's into Keats. I hated that Keats thing. But there was a part where like she, they, they were doing like, it was during the montage period of like cute banter, and she was like, oh, you're going to bed. And I was like, don't sit there in your super villain outfit in your limo and roast him for going to bed early. He is a public school teacher with a youngish child. I know. I also was like, because he was brushing his teeth at 8 p.m., and I was like, Teachers have to start their day extremely early, madam. <laughs> it's like, you may have just come from some foreign, like, Staples Center, but he probably goes to sleep around 10, and there's nothing wrong with brushing your teeth early so you don't forget. Okay. So, we've talked about Owen Wilson. Yes. Now, <laughs> Lo. Well, first I'd like to say it's so nice that J.Lo is now allowed to be Latina, Oh my god, I said the exact same thing to Alex. I was like, we're now like past the era when JLo was like a million different vague ethnicities, m- mostly Italian. Yes, when we were like, oh yeah, she's just a tan white person. Yeah. With a totally Anglo-Saxon name. Just like, you know, from like Southern Europe. Um <laughs> But now, in 2022, she finally gets to, like, fucking be herself, and that's great. She gets to speak Spanish, she gets to actually be Latino. She gets to literally be herself. It's wonderful, yeah, literally. (laughs) So that was fun. I'll say this was a good role for her because it required very little stretch. (laughs) Yes, until she was required to like do lengthy emoting. I was like, I buy this. I buy this. You're beautiful. You're wealthy. I wrote fake J. Lo is inferior to real J. Lo, but still so hot. I was, though, concerned about her intellect when she fully turned on the Vitamix to 10 and started blending a smoothie without a top. I feel like even if you have staff, one would know that if you're putting a thing in the blender and not putting the top on, that it's gonna get messy. Yes, okay, first of all, this deeply confused me because maybe someone prepped it for her, but we just saw her do a Vitamix commercial like an hour earlier, and then Owen Wilson gives her this challenge of like, can you do stuff by yourself or whatever? And I was like, sure, she can't find her keys. Fine. Sure, she's not used to carrying her own wallet. Fine. She doesn't totally know how to operate all her curtains, although I can't imagine someone is opening all her curtains for her in like her bedroom, but she doesn't know about lids. (laughs) Yes, that it was weird. I was like, yeah, okay, I guess I kind of buy that you can't find your own wine glasses. But I will say that of all the things in her kitchen that I think she should be able to find, wine glasses are maybe at the top. The, the lid thing, though, like, she wasn't born famous. Yeah, that was really weird to me. Like, what, Did she go from too poor to afford a blender to <laughs> too rich to work her own blender? Like, where's the middle ground? Surely there was a time where she was, like, both, like, solvent enough to, like, have a blender, but not, like, rich enough that she had other people operating her blender, right? Wouldn't you think also that, like, she's seen a blender? She's watched a movie? (laughs) Like, she seems kind of lonely. Like, surely she's turned on a cooking show or something? (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Like, I just feel like anyone with eyes would be like, yeah, I should probably put a top on because what a blender is doing is circulating all this stuff that's gonna fly out. Also, just like that particular blender, it's not even like one of those where there's a lid and then there's like a little lid inside the lid. So you could like feasibly forget the middle bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a small hole. It is the whole lid. And let's not limit this to blenders. Does she not know about other lids? Like, does she think you can just like slosh a water bottle around and nothing will come out? Is she new to the laws of physics? Like, she really needs Owen Wilson, if that's the case. (laughs) No, truly truly um i i don't know the blender gag is like so overdone in so many films and every time i think like it's weird that they don't know about this sometimes it's that the lid comes off and then you're like well i kind of understand this situation right like you at least made an attempt i think often what happens is like i guess i'm thinking of a specific scene but if the person is distracted yeah or something sure or they put like hot liquid in What's truly odd is that the gag is that she doesn't know. Yeah, that's really weird. She knew about bowling, though. And then, yeah, well, maybe she was bowling back on the block. Like, I don't know. Like, bowling was affordable and blenders were not. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I can buy that. Yeah. And also, I I guess, like, people don't bowl for you. Yeah, True. So if she's ever like socialized in in her life. And then there's like a montage. It's like, oh, she's getting her life together. Like she's finished the song. It's clearly about him. She knows about lids now. And I was like, what? Like this merits its own clip. So, So that was appalling. I did like that even with her ostensible increase in life competence and her determination to do things by herself, it became clear like in her sort of chase to the airport, it was like, This woman has nothing on her. Like, how is she getting on a plane? And the assistants were like, we got this. Like, nice try. We'll bring your ID, buy your ticket, call Sarah Silverman to pick you up. I just think that they need to, like, wean her, you know? Like, you can't just, like, throw her in, you know? It's not their idea. She's the one who's like, I can do this myself. And they see her leave, presumably with no wallet. And they're like, okay, we got to do something. You know, it's like, you're not going to just let a baby run into the street. Well, I hope Owen Wilson enjoys that. So they're going to have to get some serious security. I don't know if they can stay in his apartment. By the way, like, I couldn't believe that this is where you started with and not with the premise of this film. (laughs) When it comes to the choices that j Lo is making or, like, what is happening with her. Look, I feel like I already editorialized my plot summary with this, which is that this woman, like, full-on needs, like, therapy or, like, some other stuff. Like, someone to, like, pull her off stage, you know, just to, like, talk to her. Be like, are you okay? We need to discuss your, like, mental well-being. Maybe don't, like, marry a stranger in front of thousands of people. Well, like, that's not even my biggest problem i mean yes it is well first of all it's that for a period of time it seems like everyone's like well we're married no you're not you didn't sign a marriage license this didn't really happen you're as married as like children however but then her assistant addresses this so that's fine but i just the stunt is one thing but the subsequent like carry, like, follow through? Yes. You're like, if if it just ended after that limo scene, although in that limo scene where they're, like, driving away together, I was like, where is your child? Like, with Sarah Silverman, I guess. But he just, like, left his kid at the venue. Well, if you and I went to a concert with your kid and suddenly you got proposed to by the star and were whisked away, I wouldn't, like, leave your kid there. (laughs) Thank God Sarah Silverman was there, right? Anyway, so... A bizarre choice and then a bizarre choice to continue the ruse, although I kind of get it. But then there were many points also where she was just kind of like, so where's home? And I'm like, this private citizen that you have employed to be a part of this ruse with you did not invite you to his home. And I was really appalled, but then I realized like his kid isn't there. So I was like, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Trailed by her personal videographer. Indeed. Um, I was like... The premise of this film is a real stretch, like even by rom-com standards. You know, like you think of the premise of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and you're like, yeah, this is flimsy. This is like paper thin, less than paper thin, like so, so flimsy extremely implausible like one day some other day we'll have a guest on to talk about how to lose a guy which is so well executed but this is just like so many things had to happen right first of all she had to be in a certain mental state fine she makes this inexplicable choice truly inexplicable but fine he up there like what is going through his head he's just like you're cute Sure. Yeah, that was the weird thing, like, right afterwards when they are asking him, like, why he said yes. And he's kind of like, I just saw her and I saw that she needed help. Well, sir, you didn't have to marry her. I mean, I think he's just like, this is a weird moment. Like, I don't want to reject this random stranger, this famous stranger in front of all these people, which I kind of get. But what's strange to me is they play the moment like he kind of likes her. And you're just like, how could you like someone in this situation? You don't know who she is. Like, it's not as if he was a huge fake JLo fan. No, he like barely knew who she was. Because again, he's, he's Amish, but like not on Rumspringa. So like... Indeed. It's like he is meeting like his only impressions of this woman are sings in sex harness and with scantily dressed nuns invites total strangers out of the crowd to be her husband. Yep. These are the two things that he knows better. By the way, that nun song was actually a jam. Oh, yeah, I was like, fake J.Lo is not as fun as real J.Lo, but the songs are not bad. Yeah, the songs are, the songs are bops. We were kind of wondering, or Matt was like, "Is do you think this is the second best, like, group of movie pop songs? What's the first? Music and lyrics. Well, obvious. okay, yeah. I, when I asked that, I was like, obviously it's pop, goes my heart. at least coming from Matt it definitely is yeah but then I was like well I haven't seen A Star is Born oh I guess that's country I'm sure there might be others we could discuss that another time but I just like I would have understood if they had played it as like he's very uncomfortable but decides to go along with it I feel like they played it as he was like sure I guess and you're like I don't know who's crazier now But I also feel like her whole vibe once they started like not really dating dating was kind of like, I can't believe I haven't met your daughter yet. I can believe it. Yeah, I was like, but you guys aren't really together? That whole thing confused me. And then at the end, where she runs to his like math leak, like fine finale, whatever, and like pulls up another marry me sign, and then she mouths at him, I love you. And I thought to myself, when did this happen? The film doesn't give them enough time together to make this like a real thing. I don't know. The I love you, I missed it, but I believe you, but they've had like, Months, Right? In theory, I guess the film didn't make it seem long enough because I was like, well, it has to be months because they're together, like, you know, like, like go and do some things. I think they just could have used like a bit more of a montage for a situation. I think that's what was happening when she was wearing the supervillain outfit making fun of him for going to bed. But I, I think that it was like three months or six months or something like that. And that's not crazy. But also I knew time was passing because like what the fuck was going on with her hair? Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Eventually we were like, I think that this is a wig, but then why does she have like a piece that's attached to a wig over her actual hair? Look, I don't know. (laughs) I knew in theory that it was like a couple months in between, but it also like the movie didn't do a great job of making me feel like time was passing um, or giving, yeah, like basically just like giving me enough. It also didn't give me enough time like with JLo lo and like his daughter, for instance, it had like a really long scene with her coming into like the math kids and like Where teaching them math Where Sarah dance. Silverman, apparently also a lunatic, is like, she hasn't met her yet? Of course she hasn't, you insane woman. I think I could have done with basically like a little more there. Like I I don't think the movie emphasized, I don't know, like the passage of time enough or like things like that. But, but that's usually one of the things, one of my usual complaints about most rom-coms. I felt like it did okay with the passage of time, but maybe what you're feeling is that a lot of the time that passed, they seem to be apart? Yeah, or like platonic. Like it's like before they have real feelings for each other. I guess you're right. Like they don't... When do they first kiss? It's when he takes her her to the fall semi-formal. Oh. And... All I could think was, it seems so boring to have to be a teacher forced to chaperone a school dance. It just seems so, so boring. Across the realm of television and film, though, they're constantly bringing dates, so it seems fine. <laughs> are you, are teachers allowed to bring dates to, the, to, like, kids' dances? I don't know. I mean, clearly on TV, yes. I have to say, though, even if you're allowed, I feel like if I taught in a school, I would not want to bring date no you would never hear the end of it this is what i'm saying like teaching middle schoolers they don't need to know yeah what if you break up two months later yeah it may be different like if it's a spouse yeah presumably you won't be like divorced in two months although who knows if you're j-lo you will one thing also about their relationship wait okay so their first kiss is at the dance yeah and then they don't sleep together until no they sleep they sleep together that night When is the Coney Island thing? They're together and it's his birthday. It's like, you know, some time passes, they're together, and then she takes him to Coney Island. Oh, okay. Now I'm thinking. Because the semi-formal, they're like walking back to his place where like something from like the semi-formal, and that's when he tells her about his mom and Coney Island and Camelot. Got it, got it. Okay, you know what? I've solved the mystery. I guess it's like three months because it's Christmas that she's like hitting number one, right? Oh, yeah, because it's winter when she goes to Peoria. Yeah, I don't know when this, like, math bowl is. I know, it's weird that it's in the middle of the year. Is it, like, semesterly? I don't know. Huh. Is it in, like, January? I guess, like, maybe there's one halfway through the year and then... Yeah, that's a really good question. Like, what are they going to do for the other half of the school year? Maybe there's two is what I mean. Oh, then why is it such a big deal that she go to this one? Well, she's not going to wait until June. Yeah, but she could have just waited for him to come home. I mean, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal if there's two a year. I think she was saying, I promised I would be there, like to the okay, kid, probably, all right, right? All right? Sure. Here I am. I'm just like, I'm just like ragging on these <laughs> like semester events. Speaking <laughs> of which, who gives coach to a 12 year old? Oh, God. Well, you, hey, that was understandable. She was rich and the bags were all coach. I just. I feel like as an adult, I'm too afraid to carry anything nice. What's this 12-year-old going to do with it? Love it. That's true. Just gaze at it on her shelf. That would be a magical moment as a 12-year-old, though. This girl is having the semester of her life. I know. And then she's like, wow, my stepmom really is actually a superstar. That's very cool. That's very cool. Also, now she gets to go on like exotic vacations and meet celebrities. Fun for her. Yes, But during this period of time when they're dating, do you buy that fake JLo can just walk down the street in New York City? Absolutely not. I fully believe that there's like bodyguards like trailing her, like security trailing her like half a block behind. Or she's like passing through a movie set. Like what is happening? Or like there's a car following them with her security team. Like there has to be something, right? Like, she's immediately mobbed in, like, a school or something. How are they just on the street in, I think it's, like, Brooklyn? No, absolutely. Well, I guess celebrities do walk around New York all the time. I guess, but also I was like, this is a real empty New York street. Maybe her security team cleared it ahead of time. Oh, that's possible. Like, they sent, like, an advanced team. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, no, wait, Shayla's coming through. But is this, but I feel like this walk is the one where... Where he, like, convinces her to live without her, um, camera guy. Mm, yeah. Um, although I do have to say, like, when he's kind of taken aback and she's being like, yeah, like, they're just constantly shooting B-roll of my life, basically. I was like, this sounds awful. I know. Me too. I was like, why is this guy just following you, like, filming your every move? Like, I don't know. She obviously has some, like, attachment stuff that she abandonment shit that she needs to work on with a therapist. She's rich. She could afford a good one. <laughs> Don't you think, though, like, if there was constant recording of your life, there would just be so many bloopers of you, like, spilling stuff or, like, walking into things? Like, remember, she-, she doesn't do anything for herself. What would she possibly spill? That's a really good point. But as soon as she had to do things for herself, it's going to be a shit show since she doesn't know about lids. So let's talk about the conflict. Okay. Which... Was so stupid and predictable, but as Matt put it, the most realistic part of the movie, because how could you not feel threatened and out of place in this situation? I'm going to be real. I kind of skimmed through some of that part because I was like, I'm tired of this already. Yeah, it's first of all, it's a little weird because she seems reluctant at first when Bastion is like, come to the Grammys. And then maybe I blinked, but like she changes her mind and then she's arguing with Owen Wilson and he literally says like, you don't need them to tell you how good you are. It's the Grammys like she literally does. Oh my God. I was so perplexed by this because I was like, look, man, I know you live in a cave, but it's the Grammys. (laughs) She's nominated for a Grammy. Can you just be happy for her for a second? And also, like, I thought that the issue might be that Bastion would try to kiss her, or, like something would happen in the moment or like for press, they would do something fake. No, da- it's you just, know. It, it's his insecurity, which is like, makes sense. Yeah, I was like, why can't she just do the performance and leave? Like, what is the problem? Also, Bastion is like, blah, 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 we'll always be family. How long were they together? Uh, she says two years. Okay, all right, fine, fine. I saw this conflict coming as soon as he started talking about the Camelot thing and Lancelot and the Lancelot Guinevere situation where he's like, oh yeah, Lancelot lets her go because he loves her so much. And I was like, oh, I see. I see what's going to happen. Oh my God. I completely spaced out when he was talking about Camelot. I do not remember any of this. I remember that he did talk about Camelot, but not what he said. (laughs) Um... Anyway, I was like, I guess this is plausible, but it is also tiresome. And Matt, who doesn't watch as many of these bad movies as me, well, I was banned from telling the whole story, but let's just say he tried to make a topical reference and it didn't go well for him, which is saying something coming from me. And then, so they break up and time passes, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I was just, maybe you're right that it wasn't that bad and I was just bored because it was so predictable. It was boring. Like... It was really slow. Yeah, it was slow. I didn't think it was funny. Like, you know, so, but it wasn't like the worst one I've ever seen. Girl, that is because we have watched so much garbage. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's tragic, but true. I was just like, I wish. It also wasn't like absurd enough, you know? So like, I couldn't enjoy it in like from that angle either. It was just like middle of the road, like mediocre to bad. Yes, and we usually don't like that kind of like Seth Rogen, Melissa McCarthy type of vibe. Yeah. But at least you understand what's happening. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so at the beginning, I have to say I was a little like, I wish we could go another way. Like any chance she could like select an ex out of the crowd or whatever. And this fantasy reminded me that when Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez got back together, someone sent me a tweet that was like, who is going to write the movie about Bennifer fake rekindling their relationship for PR and then falling in love for real? And I was like, oh, I wish this were that movie. Yes, that's a great pitch. Great film. I would write that movie. I would watch that movie. Someone make that movie. It reminded me that on our blog, we used to do like what would be the alternate version of this film. Yes, And that's that's this one. I deeply wish that that were what were happening in this film. And it would also make her seem less insane than picking a total stranger. Yeah. But we hate when people do stuff with strangers. I know. I'm like, I don't really understand this situation. Like, what is the appeal? But okay. I will say, though, about the alternate movie thing, maybe lately we've done too many ones we actually, like, liked. I, yeah, that's true. Well, Persuasion, did we like it? Oh, mm. I don't know if there's an alternate version of that. That's true. Alternate version, yeah, where Anne Elliot is Anne Elliot. So, like, just persuasion. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what were your favorite scenes and or lines from this film? I'll tell you right now. I didn't pay close enough attention to internalize any lines. So, <laughs> <laughs> just straight up. I have a few. Um. Well... You said Jimmy Fallon was super mean. I was like, I feel like he was appropriately funny, but I find it implausible that anyone in New York City is watching Jimmy Fallon. But, you know, so he shows up several times. I don't know why he was the person. Maybe they know him. Maybe someone knows him. Well, they must, right? I was just like, what producer are you friends with? Or were you just really game for like one day of this? But um, I enjoyed him being like, then they'll go here where she'll marry the bellboy. And you're like, fair enough. Fair enough. Doesn't have to be a service person, but could be anyone off the street. I, you know what? I liked her performance of the, of the sexy nuns. (laughs) I I thought the song was, the song was fun. I thought the performance was a little weird, but I was was into it. incredible. Can you believe how good she still looks? I know. Fabulous. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed all her, like, musical performances, except the last song I didn't really care for. But the other the other ones were fun. Yeah, they were fun. They were not, like, super memorable. Uh, like, the second we turned off the movie, we tried to sing the main song. We couldn't remember it. Yeah, but I thought they did a good job writing, like, poppy, you know, like, pop hits. Like, fake pop hits. Yeah, well, one of them is actually good because... It played maybe in the credits and I recognized it. And I was like, is this a real J-Lo song? And then I realized that at some point recently I was listening to her on Spotify and had heard the song but not known it was from the movie. Oh. So that one must have like charted or something. Yeah. the Well, Amazon Prime showed me some trivia, which was that this is the first film in which J-Lo uses her real voice to sing. Oh, that's nice. I know. I thought so too. She's really like there are times when she's quite cute. Like she was cute being like, "Who wants to sell me a coat?" Owen Wilson had one moment where around the technology stuff, he was like kind of a human being where they were like this phone, like you can't even text it and he says like, "OMG, yes, he can, but very slowly." And I thought that was kind of funny. He was kind of cute talking about his kid and how she wants nothing to do with him and won't give hugs anymore. I don't know. Um okay, what were your worst scenes? Ugh, every time JLo made a speech. The first one's quite early. Maybe it's when she's on stage? Yeah, she's like, she's like losing it. Every time she talks about like, and this is what love is and like, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I'm very, very sad to say this because I truly like her. But she is not a good enough actress for such long lines. Yeah. For such long and earnest lines. It's not good. Um, for me, I don't think anything was like, the worst do you know what i mean like it's just the movie was like neither good nor bad for me it was just like well bad and just that it was boring but like nothing exceedingly terrible it was flat yeah it was it was cookie cutter i guess yeah sarah silverman was a bit lunatic like but oh yeah she's funny from time to time yeah just because she's Sarah Silverman? Like, I feel like there were times where because everyone's so famous, Matt was kind of like I was like, okay, that was kind of cute. And Matt would be like, he's still Owen Wilson. And I was like, you're overestimating how into Owen Wilson I am. Is anyone into Owen Wilson? I don't know. Like, I think I think he was suggesting that like he's always charming. Is he though? Is he's he? whatever uh, to me. Um, Michelle Puteau is in like everything now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she's I feel like like, is she like the new Judy? Greer yeah yeah exactly uh I'm trying to think oh the only other thing that I remember bugging me is that thing where early on she's like it's from Keats and what's his face doesn't know what it is and I was like so I see Owen Wilson's probably gonna know Keats yep and then later he's like I love Keats yeah all right I guess he has interests other than math (laughs) but loads of people of color yep yeah, JLo finally gets to be a person of color. So that's yes. exciting for her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember we were always caught between like, do we count her? Yeah. Do we not I know. count? Because, her? like, in the film, she's not considered, but in reality, she she's is. She's definitely a person of color. Yeah. I don't know. I was actually wondering recently if we should be like phasing out that count because these days it's like quite a, you know, like for more like, more recent films because it's usually like quite a high number but so maybe we should be tweaking it to be like is there a poc in like a main speaking role or like you know yeah maybe um i don't know i think it's just because we've done a lot of very new movies recently yeah but usually when we're watching like older films like it's still pretty relevant I don't mind because I feel like we don't really count them. Like, we used to actually give a number, I think. Well, some of them would be like, we would be like, no one, woman on bus. Lady at Petco. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But I do feel, and I felt this watching Persuasion, that a lot of the stuff we watch is like white stars everyone else is a person of color. Yes, yes. Which is tiresome. No, that is also very tiresome. So that's why I'm wondering if we should be tweaking it a little bit for newer films. In this movie, though, for like a whole chunk, we were like, is Owen Wilson's kid a person of color? I think so, but I am not sure. I need to see her mother. And then we finally get a glimpse of of her mother and you're like, yes, she is. I was like, I'm pretty sure this kid's mom is black, but... I have to check. I feel like in these movies, like, the like if there is a kid, the kid is no longer just, like, white. Like, they're just, they're usually mixed now. They need them to fill the quota, Alex. <laughs> it's true. All these white actors now have mixed kids. Yes, because they feel bad about the fact that the star is still a white actor. Yeah. It's like, maybe it would be better if their kid or their brother-in-law or whatever, was a person of color. It's not really better. It's a little better. It's a bit of an overstatement of how multicultural people's families are. I will say it, it, it feels like a step in the right direction, but sometimes I want to say to them, it's okay if they have a white kid. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be honest with you. Most white people have white children. Not all, obviously, but But most, and there are like, you know, as we, as more people of color slowly start to take over, um, which is the (laughs) ultimate, our ultimate agenda, um, it's, it's getting, you know, more and more diverse, but still, there are white children in the world. (laughs) I feel like in movies, like everyone just like wants to be half white now. Everyone, everyone, every person of color is married to a white person or, well, it's more like every white protagonist is married or related somehow to someone of color and sometimes you're like your siblings interesting tell me more look there's a lot of ways this can happen but it they it does feel like blended mixed race and otherwise extremely progressive families are a touch overrepresented (laughs) which is not a bad thing but it is funny so what would you rate this movie three Maybe I was thinking like three or four. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah, there you go. Three and a half. What was it? Mathlons? Mathlons? I'm not <laughs> sure. Mathlons? It yeah, it's not good. Uh, three and a half fake JLo bops. Three and a half sexy nuns. Three and a half lids. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Please check out Marry Me or don't. I don't think you'll be missing much. Um, But we uh, will be back next week. Follow us on our, I mean next week, next, we'll be back next month. Follow us on social media and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you to Hannah Oatman, who composed our theme music, and Alexandra Oatman, who painted our logo art. You can follow Alexandra on Twitter at Alexandra. Special thanks to Quincy Surasmith for advising us on the art of the podcast. Subscribe to his wonderful podcast, Asian Americana, at wherever you get your podcasts. Want more RomComathon? You can read past reviews at romcomathon 2016tumblrcom and follow us at romcomathon 2016 on Facebook and Twitter and romcomathon on Instagram. We look forward to hearing from you. Please subscribe and rate Rom Comathon on iTunes. Thank you.